there are events that test our mettle and our resolve. As we move through this crisis, how are we coping, adapting, fighting on? Join us for local stories of perseverance, creativity, and contributing to community as we showcase Detroit area leaders who share their thoughts and stories and discuss how they and their organizations are managing adversity and serving others. Welcome to Michigan Motors Forward and Metro Detroiters who are pivoting, evolving, and moving ahead. Welcome to Michigan Motors Forward. I'm John Gay. There is no doubt that 2020 has been a stressful year, particularly for adults, but we're learning more and more about the effects that the stress has had on children as we think about what we've all been through this year. Today, I'm joined by Matt Matthews from Playworks Michigan to talk about their organization, their mission, what they've done in 2020 as we've dealt with the pandemic. Welcome, Matt. Good to have you with us. Hi, thank you. So let's start at the top. What is Playworks Mission? Playworks Mission is to improve the health and well-being of children by increasing opportunities for physical activity and safe, meaningful play. And tell me why play is so important to kids. Play is the language that kids speak. It's how kids process stress and and uncertainty. That physical play gives them an opportunity to learn. Um, the things that we learn through play, the conflict resolution, the problem solving, the self-regulation, those are the things that kids are learning through physical play. Obviously, you want kids to play. You want them to be outside. You want them to be interacting. And in a normal world, that wouldn't involve masks. That would involve them being within six feet of each other. So what challenges has COVID-19 presented to PlayWorks and how have you been navigating through in 2020? <laughs> what challenges haven't COVID-19 <laughs> presented? Fair. Like many organizations, there are financial challenges in the wake of the pandemic, particularly going back to the emergency school closures in March. Every school playwork served in the country closed at the same time. And so that provided some significant challenges. But what we were able to do was take the programming that we were doing on the playground and in schools and provide that in a web-based format. We developed uh, what we called Play at Home, Mm -hmm. and within 10 days of schools closing on March 13th, we were delivering three recesses a day live over Facebook, and then those carried into our our YouTube channel. And so we were providing play for students in the morning and the afternoon, and then a late afternoon recess where they could play. All of those were still built in that same um, SEL curriculum, that social-emotional learning curriculum that we use throughout the year and in the classroom, uh, but still giving students the opportunity to play and move even though they are home and online. So help me paint that picture, Matt. Obviously, you would normally in recess, you'd be running around a playground. Here, in some ways, these kids are tethered to their computer. What type of activity can you have them do from a screen? We just want kids moving. And you lose some of that, that social interaction in those pieces, but we're now delivering our program over Zoom and, and in live Zoom classrooms and in live Google Hangouts and Google Classrooms where the kids can see each other, the kids can interact with each other. All of our games, even when we are in person and on a playground, all of our games and all that we the play that we do is done with minimal equipment. Now we may be asking students to find a small ball or a sock or a soft toy that they can play with and they can bounce around. And so We're still getting kids to move and getting kids to play with one another in a more individual way. So I am competing against myself and sharing what I'm doing with my classmates. We may also be doing things 
where we're playing a guessing game. Uh, so multiple students are, are making a noise and trying to guess who's making that noise. <laughs> and then to get that kid moving, I may say, OK, now do three jumping jacks or if you are the least successful person, you do three I'm awesomes. And so you pump your arms and say I'm awesome or you run and touch the nearest wall and then come back to your screen. So we're still moving those kids or having those kids move even when they're tied to that computer screen. So Matt, it sounds like you were starting to answer my next question, which is you're having the kids still able to interact with each other. It's not just someone leading the recess, so to speak. They're actually working with each other and interacting and communicating with each other. Yes, absolutely. What what our goal is, is to facilitate some play, not to lead or direct necessarily what the play looks like. Uh, some of our partner schools are still meeting in person or in a hybrid model. And so we're continuing to deliver services to them virtually, but those students may all be in a classroom together. So we may be asking those students to line up and do some different things and move within their classroom while maintaining social distancing, while remaining six feet apart. Or the play worker is virtual instructing that game or leading that game. So you mentioned the virtual play workers. Of the ones that are in school or part of these hybrid models, no in-school Playworks coach, as we record this, has tested positive for COVID. So for those that are actually in person with the students, what safety measures and practices do you have in place? Yeah, no Playworker throughout the country has tested positive for COVID as, as a result of being in a school. And in Michigan, not a single Playworker has tested positive for COVID. What we are doing, in addition to the safety measures the school is taking and the things that are happening in the school, we are requiring that all our play workers are wearing masks at all times, even when we are outside, when students mm -hmm. are outside playing with us. Even if they are socially distant, we are asking that everyone wear a mask when they are with our team. Our team do regular health checks or uh, uh, wellness checks every day, and they're recording that information. Uh, we're regularly recording if there is a case within a school we're monitoring that and determining whether or not our play worker was in contact with that person and pulling our play worker out and having them tested before putting them back in that school. We're taking the most careful approach based on recommendations, not only in Michigan and by the CDC, but as a national organization, we're taking the most cautious approach nationwide as far as keeping our team safe. So obviously you want to support the schools both here in Michigan and nationwide. And, you know, we've heard so much about the hoops that our educators have had to jump through and how difficult a year this has been for them. How do you make the best of a situation where, you know, play may not necessarily be the school's top priority? It might just be getting students educated and getting them through the day. Is that a tricky balance to walk? Yeah, we understand, especially early in the pandemic, we understood that our school partner's priority was keeping kids safe and keeping their staff safe. Mm -hmm. We wanted to be a partner in that and not another thing for them to think about and another thing for them to worry about, but rather an opportunity to continue to provide for our students without causing unnecessary burden on, on the school or on the staff. We've shifted some of our programming to providing more like a, a brain break. And so okay. how can we jump into your virtual classroom and get kids moving so that they can continue to release some of that energy. We know that play helps students learn. We know that students learn better after they have had the opportunity to move. We know that students are able to better remember things they've already learned. We know that students are better able to learn new things. 
when they have the opportunity to move and physically move around that space. So how can we go into a classroom and provide staff and students the opportunity to have that brain break and that opportunity to move? Instead of going into a classroom and running a 30 to 40 minute game time like we had traditionally, we're now popping in and leading more of a, a 10 to 15 minute break more periodically throughout the day to give students the opportunity to move that way. We also developed an online platform called Keep Playing that is a subscription service that we've made available to all of our partner schools. And it's a email newsletter that gets delivered right to their mailbox, their inbox on Monday morning. And that has a very brief one to two minute video introducing the game, an outline of the rules so that they can read that game, the instructions to play that game, processing questions, and all of that is built within our curriculum. But that gets delivered right to the instructor or the educator's mailbox so that they can lead that game on demand. It's available to them whenever they need that. Got it. So Matt, we're recording this interview on December 15th. This is a week where vaccines have started to roll out across the country. So I know this is a tricky question for me to ask you, given that we have some uncertainty over what the next six months will look like. But what, if any, can you talk about as far as PlayWorks Michigan's goals for 2021 with where we anticipate things going next year? We're meeting with partners now, current partners, past partners, and and looking at some new regions to expand. What we have found from those schools that we are partnering with now and other schools that we have partnered with in the past is that there is a need for play and there is a need for physical play and that that is something that their students need and their students are missing. And we are working with partners to figure out what that looks like for us to be in those schools next year, whether that is physically in that school or providing some additional resources for play in a virtual way. How can we continue to provide those resources to our partners or how can we provide those resources to our partners again? We've also had some new districts and new geographic areas where we have not previously provided direct service, Mm -hmm. uh, but who have had the opportunity to participate in some of our training and professional development and consultative services who are finding value in PlayWorks and incorporating PlayWorks into their classrooms virtually. We're now in conversations with them about how we can provide some additional support and some direct service in the fall. That is great to hear. And I know as an adult, and I'm sure this is true for many of our listeners, I get so burnt out staring at Zoom and having meetings over Zoom or Google or whatever your flavor all day long. And I know we've been hearing from psychologists lately about how much it affects kids of various ages is having to sit in front of a screen as opposed to having that interaction in a school. So it is so good to hear that you are finding ways in the pandemic to help keep these kids active and move in some way and get their bodies and their brains going, uh, both physically and psychologically. Yeah, we want to keep our students moving. We know the impacts that it has on students academically, socially, emotionally, and childhood is a short season. Hmm. And when that childhood is being interrupted by a pandemic, how can we continue to provide opportunities for our students to play and our students to have that childhood? I believe very, very strongly that play is a right and not a privilege and that every child deserves the opportunity to play every day. Love it. Matt, final question for you. If somebody wants to get involved with PlayWorks or make a donation to your organization to help out, what are the best ways to find you? Maybe the best place to find us would be www.playworks.org slash play at home. 
And there's donation info and then all kinds of uh, activities for students listed there as well, correct? Absolutely. Donation info, uh, several videos. There is a downloadable playbook that is available in, in multiple different languages so that we can keep kids playing and keep families playing. Matt Matthews, I have to say, as a former radio DJ, I'm very jealous of your name. So uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on the show. And thank you so much for all that you do and all that Playworks does to help keep our kids moving throughout uh, 2020 and into the future. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Michigan Motors Forward is produced by Jag and Detroit Podcasts in partnership with Tanner Friedman Strategic Communications. Subscribe for free on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found.